The West Live. The West Live with Ben O'Shea. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Two scoops, sir? Two. Make it three. I'm not driving. Yes, it's time for our Friday foodie. Joining me now on the show is Chief Features Writer for the West Australian and our food critic, Simon Collins. G'day, Simo. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. How's things? Yeah, yeah. Plugging away. Getting towards the end of the year. (laughs) You know how it goes. Uh, And now, to celebrate the end of the year, you've got a very special article in Play magazine on Saturday. You've counted through the A to Z of Perth food this year. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, stir the uh, alphabet soup up and see what, uh, yeah, see what the uh, well, we're going to mix metaphors here. See what the TLA's told me about the year. <laughs> Looking to the past. Can I just can um, I just throw some yeah. letters out there and see what you've got? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. X. X. Let me find X. What <laughs> uh, do for X? I oh, see. I knew I'd, I'd get you on this one. Oh, X X XPA kind of. Oh. Choose a little bit. Of course. Looks at the. Um, at the popular craft beer style that, uh, yeah, the, the, the beloved by WA drinkers, probably not quite as much as the um, as Pilsners and Lagers, which are making a huge comeback. So, yeah, P was Pilsner and X was XPA, so I covered a couple with with uh, with craft beer. And so, what what are some <laughs> of the what are some of the uh, the letters that uh, really speak to the year in food in Perth? Oh, well, <laughs> S is for Scotch eggs. Yes, um, yeah, the I see them everywhere. Yeah, like little little bars are, um, uh, are really yeah pumping them out. They're, they're a fantastic little bar snack. Um, very trad people. People love them. Uh, great with a bit of brown sauce, um, and that sort of taps into W, which is for wine bars. <laughs> Perth just couldn't get enough of them. They're sort of they become the new the new local. So every suburb worth its salt gets a little a little wine bar from like Bassendine to mm. um, to Beaconsfield. Um, and um, oh, what else is a good one? I mean, Victoria. Sometimes I tap into areas like Big Park or or Bustleton, which seems to go from uh, strength to strength. Um, you know, with these alphabet things, you you know, fudge it a little bit sometimes. And R for Rocky, Rocky Road, so I get to talk about. Uh, you know, S was taken by Scotch eggs, very very important. Um, so R became uh, Rocky Rocky Road. Um, and um, you know, sometimes it's it's uh, positive. Sometimes it's D is for delays or uh, L is for liquidation. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, which is which is a story as well, right? It's it's we forget sometimes in all of the new openings and the fun of of being at some of those cool new joints that uh, there are people at the other end of the spectrum who are being forced to close their business. It is a tough industry at times, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. There's um, yeah, I think we're opening more than we're closing, which is probably a good sign. And and WA definitely when it comes to, comes to uh, to bars um, and pubs, we're doing like, we're doing well. Much better than the rest of the country. Yeah, I think you're right there. And now talking about new openings, this you had this story earlier this week, um, and I was fascinated to read it. Uh, a new joint is opening up in South Perth from a team who has built quite a reputation for opening uh, big, sprawling venues uh, that offer a lot to punters. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the, the station in South Perth, which is not without its controversy because it's... Um, it's in the uh, it's on the ground floor of the um, Civic Heart redevelopment that took seven years, and for the state government to override local um, local authorities to uh, to before they could Finbar could even uh, yeah, put a shovel in the ground. Um, 
But the station, it's called the station because it's built around a, it's like a contemporary pub built around a 1908 Heritage listed police station. And so heaps of alfresco areas there on the corner of um, Men's and Labashire Roads in South Perth. But the real, I mean, the pub looks really good and I'm really excited about that. But what's really the, the, the wow factor here is they've, they've managed to dig a basement underneath the police station and they put it in a 140-seat French restaurant called, uh, called Ludo. I mean, they're calling it European because they want to sort of hedge their bets a little bit, but it feels very French to me. And, um, yeah, they've got uh, French, French chef Ludovic Moulot in there who's um, came to WA. Um, he's originally from the Loire Valley, but he came to WA to help open the Rockpool Bar and Grill at Crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's of experience and his dishes are um, well, things like a lobster, lobstery clare, um, and some real kind of authentic authentic food there but we you know with a bit of a fun twist and heaps of wines and um yeah yeah they say it's not a fine diner but to me it feels like a pretty sort of special place yeah fantastic like i can't wait because you know this is you know the nocturnal crew uh yes. they've got well they've got old synagogue in frio um the beaufort in mount lawley they've got the lease on um Jagen square redevelopment that's correct isn't it yep that's massive. They've got a 30-year lease on um, having another crack at Jaeger Square, which will be, it's been rebranded at Stories, and they're hoping to open that in March next year, but, uh, you know, D is for delays. Yeah. Um, and But there are just a couple of youngish blokes, Drew, Drew Flanagan and Ross Drennan. They met playing cricket at school, um, and they um, and they started off their first ever thing was like a New Year's Day, sorry, New Year's Eve um, beer festival. They have the Oktoberfest, and then they sort of got wind of this, you know, of what was happening with the old synagogue in Freo and thought, well, what's better than a one-day festival is an all-year-round festival. And the synagogue, despite opening just before the pandemic, it was open for three months before the pandemic sort of shut everything down. Um, in that three months, they saw that it was going to wash its face and it was going to do very well, and it did. And the Beaufort's also gone gangbusters. And so after those two very successful uh, precincts, like they're sort of multi-venue venues, um, They've um, yeah they've, they've pushed the boat out again and um, with the station and uh, and then uh, Yagan Square slash Stories which will be um, that you know that could really be make or break for them really it could bring the whole empire down if it doesn't work yeah, yeah absolutely like it not is to be, not to be too dramatic yeah you got to risk it <laughs> you got to risk it for the biscuit which is yep. uh, an appropriate yep. uh, hospitality <laughs> metaphor uh, Simo we're going to let you go now but uh, what do you reckon about coming back next week and giving us uh, you know your top five new openings of 2023 sure sure that should be uh, should be pretty easy I'll pick five of the 500 or whatever yeah exactly and next time i'll give you some warning off air instead of putting you on the spot but that's how we do it at the west live we don't like to give our guests any chances uh (laughs) simon collins chief features writer at the west and food critic thanks for being our friday foodie on the west live ciao ciao you've been listening to the west live with ben o'shea if the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on the west.com.au to deliver.